grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm an Avesa quantum healer, medical intuitive, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your friend and soul connection for the next hour. So welcome everyone. Welcome Oneness Talk Radio Facebook, YouTube, Oneness Talk Radio. Those of you listening via podcast on Spotify or Anchor, I'm so glad to have you here. And anyone who might be in um, live with us right now, go ahead and you can send in any comments or questions after I introduce my guest. We would love to have a live interaction with all of you. So welcome to the middle of October and Wednesday. I hope you're having a great week. And I'm excited. I do so much talking about the light part of my name, the, the laughter, the self-healing. But as you know, we are all body, mind, and spirit. And it's so important to take care of our physical bodies as we continue to lift and grow. And so that with that part comes the lattes. It's the fun part. It's the part that we all enjoy is is coffee and i think as the world gets more chaotic um we probably all want a little bit more coffee it's that i don't know what it is it's it's got memories attached to it it's like the coffee house is the safe spot to go and run through your problems or to do your work where you've got the music and you've got the um the smells and those so there's just something about coffee um that's more than just what you're drinking. It comes with a whole lot of emotional stuff that goes with it too. And so um, I'm excited to touch on that aspect today because my guest has actually come, has created through his family an acid-free coffee, which I thought was unheard of until now and discovered it maybe a couple of months ago when I was going doing the master cleanse. And so I think I have a good option that I can share with all of you for acid-free coffee so you can still keep your health and keep upliftment and um, bring something like acid-free coffee into your life. So I'm gonna introduce my guest. His name is Tyler Ornstein. Um, he first started this coffee business, believe it or not, when he was five years old. He used to drink coffee with his father and it upset his father's stomach. So he asked his father if he could come up with a coffee that didn't upset his stomach. And his father happened to be a biochemist and he went in the back and he was able to create an acid-free coffee through his roasting process. And Tyler took off on the streets with his bicycle and started selling this coffee. And now it has turned into a business. So I'm gonna bring in Tyler now. Hi, Tyler, welcome. 
How are you doing? Actually, I appreciate the uh, intro. Very, very in-depth. Unfortunately, I have to um, uh, tell you that it wasn't five, although that would be very impressive. Fifteen. Oh, 15. Okay. 15 well years old. I, I did start selling uh, popcorn when I was eight in my um, troop, my Boy Scout troop, and I learned how to sell and Actually, there's a little funny story behind that. So there was this red Huffy bike, and I had this really, really wanted desire to, to, to get the red Huffy bike. And essentially, it was the grand prize. Whoever sold the most popcorn in the troop gets the red Huffy bike. And I'll never forget it because it was an objective that I wanted to follow. And that when I, when I wanted to follow that objective, I, I put my mind to it. So I did everything that it was in the seller's book of Boy Scouts. And it didn't really work out. Um, I wasn't seeing the results in the, in the uh, return that I was looking for. So what I did is I decided, okay, if, if I'm going to, just, I have to do this a different way. And that's what an entrepreneur really is, stands for is they don't go by the, the norm, they go by the, the adjunct. And so I started thinking to myself, okay, if, if I'm going to sell popcorn, what's the best way to do that? So I went to uh, our local uh, grocery store and was able to put out a stand and put my popcorn samples and people would walk up and I'd say, hi, would you like to try some popcorn? No. 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 Okay, we're not getting anywhere. So instead of me kind of going to the point where I'm going to curl up in my own little shell and feel sorry for myself, I realized that's not going to be good for anything and that's not going to attain my goal. So I said, what am I going to do to change this? How do I make this a success and not a failure? What I did is I changed my language. I saw to myself, I've got eight, 10 SKUs, SKUs meaning different varieties that I can potentially sell. Why don't I start asking this question? Hi, what popcorn do you like? When I asked that question, I got a response and I had the answer. The customer would then come over, I'd fill out their sales sheet quantities, they go in their store and do go on their life. Well, I didn't look at the numbers. I just looked out. The more people I can obtain, the closer I am to my goal. Numbers were submitted. Guess what? With all this hard work and energy and differentiations that I created so that I could obtain my goal, I was able to. I was the top salesman in my troop and I earn the red Huffy bike. So what that means to me is entrepreneurs out there that are looking to be successful, looking to want to be uh, different or have a different change in mindset are going to be the most successful. They're the ones that are game changing. There's the ones that are, that are essentially the Elon Musk, the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, 
they're disruptive and they want to change a society that has given essentially a norm. And that's where Tyler's Coffees really started. Tyler's Coffees was founded on an idea that people that have stomach related issues can't drink coffee anymore. My father was one of them. My father was very smart and he decided, well, the doctor told me I can't drink coffee anymore, but that's not an option. Off the table, not gonna listen to him. How do I figure out how to drink coffee still? Well, we found out that it was tannic and lipid acids that caused the wreaking the havoc in the GI tract. And by not blooming the tannic and lipid acids, we were able to yield a neutral pH and he was able to drink coffee. So I love that. I, I have to share how I came across your coffee. So um, I was going through a process where a little bit of out of balance in my body, some kidney issues, some pancreas issues, blood sugar. And so I had to go on an alkaline diet completely. And so my entire diet was alkaline, except yeah. for coffee. Coffee was the only thing I wasn't wanting to give up. But yet I was noticing I have a machine where you I sound can like a customer. Yeah, I, I have a machine where I can track the alkalinity of my body. I use it on, on clients. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. Yes. Very cool. um, so I was still coming up acidic. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is the only thing I'm doing acidic is the coffee. So I, I've got to give it up. And I'm like, I can't give it up. My show is light laughter and lattes. So anyways, mm -hmm. I, I know from the past, anytime I go on a master cleanse, and I don't know if you know what that is, but it's just lemons and water, cayenne pepper and maple syrup for 10 to how many ever days you want to do it. Wait, After, you don't eat? No, no food. Nope. Holy moly. Okay. I, I knew what a cleanse was. I didn't know it was that rigorous. Wow. Holy well, but this one, this is my favorite one and it is. And after you do it for at least two weeks, you can change almost any habit or pattern you have. Um, your, your senses become very, very keen. You got to um, be extremely hungry. Sugar. Well, I'll tell you what, like carrots are the best thing you've ever had or broccoli. I mean, it's this stuff has a whole new added flavor to it because you've had nothing for 14 so, days. So essentially what you're going off of is the human body can sustain by just essentially liquid diet for seven days. Right, well, you're shutting your digestive, your digestive system is like the biggest energy robber of your body. And when, as soon as you shut your digestive system down, your body goes into self-healing mode and you can heal very quickly. And you've got the lemons to cleanse, and you've got the water to cleanse, and then you've got the little bit of the uh, maple syrup for your minerals that, that keep you going. And the cayenne pepper is a little bit to help clean things out. So it's a very, very efficient way to get the body jump started again. Oh, so I, I, I was in the middle of this. Oh no, I, I wish I could have my coffee when I came out of this, but I, I knew that I was having to do a switch. So I'm in natural grocers and I kind of glanced down the coffee aisle and yeah. this package that I hadn't noticed before kind of jumps out at me, but I don't take time to go over and look at it because I know I'm not doing coffee now. And so I, I don't go over and look at it, but I just kind of noticed it. So I came home and a couple of days later, I get a message on my email um, with Tyler Arnstein acid-free coffee. And I'm like, 
really, there is an acid-free coffee? So I read through the information on there and looked down and there's the picture of your coffee, the label. It was the coffee that jumped out at me at the store. It was, yeah. it was the picture. So I'm like, well, I have to have him on my show. And so that yeah. you can, you, there's, there's so many things I love about it. First, it that your dad created it. And so this is what I'm having to do in the world of being vegan, being sugar-free. Actually having some right now. <laughs> in the world of all of those things, so many of us are having to get creative with our recipes so we can eat more and do more. And so that's what your father did, basically. He said, well, I'm not going to leave coffee, but I'll just find a way to make it so that I can have it. Yeah. And um, so you're saying that, that the... Um, it, so it's through a roasting process. It's not that he's that you're adding something to it. It's not another chemical no. added to it. It's just no, no, no. We never. And so there's there's a miss. There's always a misunderstanding of acid free. They think well, if it if it has to be taken out, then something gets added, and it, and it doesn't work that way. The way it is is the tannin and lipid acids. Okay, those are acids that are used in photosynthesis, but they wreak havoc on our GI tract. Mm -hmm. Tannins are huge in wine. So people that have GERD, interstitial leaky gut, OAB, Crohn's, colitis, the list goes on, right? They can't drink alcohol. And they, well, they can't, they shouldn't drink alcohol, but they really can't drink wine because it's got an amazing amount of tannins. So the problem is, is when you bloom the tannic and lipid acids in the roasting process, it, it wreaks havoc on the GI tract. So how do you not bloom the tannic lipid acids? That's our key factor. That is the key factor to everything. Okay, so I like that it's just the roasting process that does it. And I also like that it's organic and fair trade. Those are, those are things that I go after anyways, even before I discovered the acid-free. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so I'm wondering, I lost track of what I, where I was going with this. Too much lemon water. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a while. I actually need to do that again. <laughs> um, I, I lost track, completely track where I was going with this. It's okay. You can ask me any question. <laughs> so you went around, you went around in your bicycle selling it. So your dad created this coffee, right? And you went around on your bicycle and you just started what, knocking on doors at 15? Yes, so I took my bicycle, I took some sample packs, some individual sample packs at the time, and I um, got on my bike and went around the neighborhood and just knocked and rang on doorbells and said, my name's Tyler, um, I'd like you to try this coffee. The only thing I ask is name and number. And it was a silver pack and people kind of gave me this weird look of like, I don't know, kid, this is kind of sketchy, but some people didn't try it, that's fine. Some people didn't try this, that's fine. The people that did try it though, liked it. So we went from conception to a test market to a viable product. And I'll never forget this very sweet lady, I called her and I said, hi, this is Tyler. I had the one that dropped off the coffee. And she goes, yeah, did you try it? Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Where do I get it? 
um, from me. Well, how much is it? A dollar. And that was the light bulb moment that this no longer is just an idea. This is now a, a product that can be monetized and seen as a business model or an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So fast forward two more years, uh, landed our first retail location, uh, AJ's Fine Food, who's our oldest store and greatest store. We still carry them. And, um, you know, just we built it off of word of mouth. That was the most important thing. If you go to Amazon, if you go to Walmart, go to eBay, Jet, Wish, all these places carry Tyler's Coffees. We also have other retailers that are off that are not on those platforms that sell Tyler's Coffees. But if you go to Amazon, we have over a thousand reviews. They're all five star. Mm -hmm. it, well, it's, it tastes to me. So I went, I bought some right away afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed, no, I could be wrong in this, but it feels to me like there's more caffeine in it than- Oh, very much so. Yeah, oh yeah. Is correct? Yeah, so so the way the way normal coffee is roasted, it's over-roasted, so it, it burns off the caffeine. Think of it as octane, it just evaporates. So what do you do? Well, you have to powder the artificial caffeine so that people get that kick and they get that caffeine buzz. Problem, Artificial will bring you up, but then crash you straight down. Tyler's Coffees is all natural, so it's very gradual. But the good news is when it's all natural, your body absorbs it at a better rate. Uh, and so your your uh, synapses aren't getting fried out. It's kind of just like a natural high instead of like a jittery, I'm cracked out high. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that's the best I, way I can explain it. I, I'm thinking of college students. Boy, um, that's really, I, I never really loved coffee in college. I drank it just be, at, at finals time because I needed to stay awake. Right. But acid right. always burned my stomach. So I'm thinking, sure. wow, this, this is perfect for um, those with sensitive stomachs who still want, <laughs> who still want to stay up and study or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So, so how did you, you have recommendations by doctors, right? We do. So from what I know, and I'm sure anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that's how I learn. But from what I've realized, I know we're the world's first and only acid-free coffee. I strongly believe we are the only doctor-endorsed coffee. We're endorsed by Joseph V. Detrolio, urologist in North America, you know, board certified urologist in North America. Mm -hmm. And he had a study done and the study essentially was they took a control coffee, they took our coffee, they took 20 patients, they split it right down the center and they said, okay, we're gonna have 10 patients drink Tyler's coffees for an X amount of time. We're gonna have 10 patients drink brand X coffee for an X amount of time. And at the end of the study, they're supposed to take notes and we're gonna compare those notes. And it was almost 100% Tyler's coffees didn't give me any flare ups or any, any issues. And 100% I could barely drink this coffee and I was in pain. Wow. Wow, that's cool. So have there been any studies with, you know, 
body alkalinity or acidity just by shifting coffee or? Well, I know this for a fact is that alkaline diet is a very, very big um, segment of diets. Mm -hmm. And I'm 100% on board with alkaline diets, of course. And anyone that is trying to beat cancer or trying to prevent cancer should not ever be unalkaline. Because if you're unalkaline, you have an 80% chance. Don't take my word for it. This is through WebMD, uh, Journal of Medicine of Harvard, Journal of Medicine of Yale, um, so many studies, it's not even funny. 80% chance of harboring cancer cells if you have inflammatories in your body. Yeah, no, it's it's important to be alkaline. That's the true pandemic, by the way. Yeah, well, along along with stress, <laughs> stress over the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, is when your body gets inflamed, mm -hmm. it harbors cancer cells. It will harbor yeah. bacteria. It will harbor viruses, and it will thrive. Those viruses will thrive in an inflamed body. Right. Yeah, it, and that's what I was on an inflammation-free diet, which is alkaline and no grain and no sugar and <laughs> no a lot of things. So yeah, it, it's it, people are. It's, it's funny because we 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 are pescatarian, pescatarian, my girlfriend and I, and I used to eat whatever I want. I used to eat steaks. I used to eat burgers. I used to eat milkshakes. It was, you know, I had I had my, had my fun food years, right? Uh -huh. Um, but the reality is, is I stopped going that way because I knew that I, if I didn't start doing it now, I would be behind the ball mm -hmm. and I never wanted to just pay later. Right. So I'd rather pay now and, yeah. and enjoy later. So I'm invested in my health future. Right. But the point is, is I used to crave chocolate at the end of the meal or sweet at the end of the meal. Mm-hmm. But when I kind of cut it off cold turkey, yeah, it was very rough. It was very difficult. It was very frustrating. It was very painful mentally. But I was able to overcome that mentally. And now I don't crave those things. Actually, those things turn me off. Like, I don't want to eat those things anymore. Right. Yeah, that's, that, that's good to hear. So a pescatarian, what is that? What's the diet of that? It's essentially, um, it's it's egg, fish, and cheese. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's a little bit like um, um, Atkins. Yeah, but there's no meat. Oh. Egg, fish. Oh, fish. All right. Okay. So, so I don't eat chicken. I don't eat beef. I don't eat... Right. Uh, lamb, I don't eat pork, I don't eat okay. any land animals. Right, gotcha. Okay, so question for you about what's going on with this whole with with COVID and stuff. What has this done to coffee sales? I'm guessing it boosted coffee sales. Yeah, way up. Everyone's at home. Everyone's at home coffee. drinking coffee. You know, it's <laughs> funny. We're in a we're in the second largest commodity item in the world. The only other biggest commodity item is is oil can't consume it, but we do consume it, right? So uh -huh. $1.6 trillion industry. That was in 2017. So it's gone up. 
Well, this year it went up 15%, 1.5%, Now you don't think that that's a lot, but when you take an industry that's a $1.6 trillion industry on a growth rate of two and a half to 3% a year, it's insane. Were you saying coffee is right behind oil? Oh yeah. Oh wow. $1.6 trillion. Well, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. There's as many coffee shops as there are gas stations. Right. <laughs> so, right. And, and, and I honestly think it's a lot because of what I kind of opened with. I mean, coffee isn't just coffee. It comes with a whole bunch of emotional stuff. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, a lot of people... The setting, the smell, where you were when you had the smell. I mean, I've always thought my my if I could just do a fun job just that didn't mean anything... I would work in a coffee shop because you've got the great music. It always smells good. They're painted nice. They usually have art on the walls. People yeah. are happy. They're only spending five, six bucks. No, <laughs> there's just there's just so much emotion. Where do you live? Um, I live in Boise, Idaho. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like five, six dollars. What are you talking about? That's like a small. Oh yeah, I suppose. And and where's where's Tyler's? You're you're out of Arizona. We're in Arizona, We're oh, in Arizona. Okay. but it's unfortunate because California is coming over in groves, and uh, it's uh -huh. obviously there's a, there's a reason why it's happening. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why you would want to live in a place like that. But um, what's what's happening is because supply and demand, our cost of living is skyrocketing. Right. right. It is what it is. So are you, do you, can you get your coffee at any of the coffee shops around it? No. Have you made your way into, I know you've made no. your way into the store. We don't, we don't sell the coffee shops. We tried to do that. It's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting industry because when you sell coffee to coffee shops, they expect you to sell them the machines and service the machines. Mm. And we don't do that. Okay. That's that's a nightmare in its own. But okay. what we do do is we sell the bags of coffee. I mean, this is uh, right here. This is the bag of coffee that I'm sure you're very used to. 12 ounces. This is commercially packaged, right? So this is ready to go on shelves. This is ready to go on e-commerce. Not really for coffee shops. When coffee shops talk, they talk five, 10 pounds. And then we tell them pricing and they say, click. Because this is very expensive. It, I mean, it's a 200 step roasting process outside of USDA certified single sourced, single sourced organic uh, coffee. We don't mix our sources. So we have, you know, no impurities. The bag, is a four-layer mylar system. Usually normal bags are two mylar system. We have a, a degassing valve that introduces nitrogen into the coffee so that it's for freshness. We thought of everything, you know, and, and the cost of, of doing it is, it is what it is. So single source, meaning you have one, one place that grows Chavez, the coffee. Mexico, yep. In Mexico, okay. Chavez, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, nice. Okay, so now I'm gonna rewind you back. You sold your first your first bag of coffee for a dollar. Um, would you run home and say, 
dad, this is it. I'm going to start selling coffee now. This is my new thing at, at 15. I'm going to move my whole direction towards being an entrepreneur. Well, it took, it took some more, some more calls and some more orders. And, you know, I remember when we were selling, um, my, my bedroom was Tyler's coffee central, right? So Sorry. I'd have a box of Tyler's coffees sitting in the left of the room. And then I would have my postage in the right of the room. And I have my little table where I put the orders together. And then I would have my mom drive me down to the mailbox and drop them off. I mean, small stuff, right? So we started online, we started building it and then it got bigger and we went retail. Now we move, you know, 10,000, 10,000 bags every two weeks. Nice. So it's, when you say that, was it, was it the starting point of yes, I'm ready to do this as a full-time career and kind of forget everything? No, but I went through school. I went to college. I dropped out of college. Started my company back and back up again because I knew I was going to make more money in college and not. And again, that's no, that's not a negative to college. I think people that want to go to college should go to college. It's very important. I am 100% on board with, uh, you know, the aspect of a higher learning concept mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs we're a breed of crazy you know there's just that that negative edge and every successful entrepreneur did the exact same dropped out of college it just wasn't for them i mean i wasn't really an academic but i can structure a business i can build a marketing plan i can design operations I can figure out supply chain logistics. Right. So it seems to me like you're saying the entre entrepreneurial breed is more, um, they don't, they don't fit in the box, <laughs> the, the box. That's hot, the yeah. <laughs> don't we do make box. boxes. <laughs> you make, you make the boxes. <laughs> don't, don't climb into them. Yeah. I can totally rate, relate to that. The, the path that I'm on which is a medical intuitive is completely out of the box. So sure. the box. that's why I was interested in that. I was like, wow, that's really, really cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to, um, you, know, you can't, how do you market energy to people? You can't even see it. Right. So it's something people have to explain. Well, it's funny because when you say, how do you market energy to people? I immediately think oil, coal, natural gas, you know, LP propane, Yep. Um, solar, wind, you know, that yep. to me, that's energy, but, but to you, that's a whole different, that's a whole different uh, connotation. I get, I, I, I get a kick out of that. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's healing energy. It's right. <laughs> right. something completely different. Sure. Um, so to, do, do you have more plans for growth as far as the company, or do you think you've done what you can do and you're just going to, um, you're young. I'm sure you probably have lots of ideas constantly going around. Well, I mean, I tell my staff, I say, guys, and they, they kind of, I mean, I don't say this every week, but I say this probably once a month. I say, I got some great news. What's that, Tyler? Sales are up. Okay, Tyler. I got some bad news. 
What's that tether? If sales go down, we all go down. That's it. That's <laughs> my plan. It's that simple. Just to keep sales going up? More sales, the more sales we do every month, the happier I am. Do you have a, um, an outlet or a way to um, have doctors know about your coffee? I mean, do you have something? Oh, a lot of doctors know about our coffee. Oh, okay. A lot of doctors prescribe our coffee. Okay. Um, we're not FDA approved or anything, so we can't like, you know, you can't get a prescription of Tyler's coffees, but we have a right. lot, a lot of GI doctors that prescribe our coffee to their patients. Okay, yeah. nice. And they just found out about it on their own or did you have some kind of a campaign to, to so, get out there? So it goes kind of two ways there. So either they do their own research because they're in the industry and they want to know what's kind of the up and up. Mm -hmm. Great, awesome. Then we also have the patients that do their research because the doctor says you can't drink coffee anymore and they're like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't gonna fly. Uh, so they go and they do their research, find out, oh, Tyler's acid-free coffee. Oh, thousand reviews. Oh, all five star. Oh, I'm gonna buy. Oh, that's amazing. Because we have an 80% retention rate on our customer base, 80 to 85, it varies. But 80 to 85% retention on our customer base. There's no other industry out there that's consumable that has that, that I'm aware of, that I'm aware of. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm, you know. So the point is, is word of mouth is the best, best business you can be in. Because it, A, doesn't cost anything, but B, if, I was gonna say, hey, um, this product is amazing. I use this product, I like this product. This product has given me benefits and we're friends. There's a very high chance of you saying, I'm gonna take that under consideration because he's my friend and he's not gonna give me negative feedback or negative value. Mm -hmm. he's, he's telling me something that he believes in we're friends, I'm gonna look into it. Family, I'm gonna look into it. So there's a couple stories that I can tell you about. Like one story was this lady bought, uh, was it like 24 bags of coffee? So it's expensive. We gave her a little bit of a discount, but um, I was curious. I was like, you're a retail customer. Why are you buying 24 bags of coffee? And she goes, well, I'm gonna brew three bags of coffee for Thanksgiving. This was a while ago. And I'm gonna, and then, and then whoever likes the coffee, I'm just gonna give them a bag for, you know, their present. And I said, wow, that's really, that's very, very generous of you. Why in God's name would she do that if she didn't think the product was good? Right. So don't. The, the other thing is, is, is for for people that are listening to this that are wanting to start a business. Please, for the love of God, don't ever listen to you. Only listen to other people. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't stress this enough. If I told you, Jerry, that my coffee is the best coffee out there, and you go, great, Tyler, good for you. See you later. But if I say, Jerry, what do you think about my coffee? And you say, oh, my God, that's amazing. Them. I don't need to I don't need to sell anymore and that's what entrepreneurs do is they build businesses for themselves but they don't build it for their customers well I have great news for you 
If you don't have a customers, you don't have a business. So I, I've got a couple of fun questions for you. Yeah. What's, what's, what's your favorite way to drink your coffee? Uh, I like, so I've got, it's called a super automatico. I'm not making it up. Look it up. <laughs> what it is, is it is a machine that's kind of like a Keurig where you pull the beans in, you put the water in, you push the button, it grinds it, tamps it, extracts it, does everything. Call me lazy for that because most people like to have their separate grinder and they have to like have their espresso and they like to have their porta filter and they like to tamp it and they like to get the right pressure and then they like to so there's there's a lot of people that have their routine with their coffee i'm more of the person like hey the technology is there just let the technology do it um but that's the best way to, to make my coffee is whole bean grind espresso so black straight up black Absolutely straight, yeah. straight black. So is this is this? Well, I mean, you you've tried it. You've tried yeah. it. So have you tried it black? Um, I don't. I do a latte <laughs> every single. Okay, time. we'll try it. Just all right. No, I know. I get it. And I don't do dairy. Stuff. I do soy lattes. Oh, I know. I do. So I haven't. I haven't drank milk in like three years. So I do coconut, almond, or uh, soy. Okay. Or and, rice. And I, I, and I like rice. to put cocoa in it because I like a mocha. So yeah. I put cacao, like an organic cacao, or yeah. actually cacao is acidic. So I had to switch over to cocoa because it's okay. alkalized and of course organic. And then a little bit of date syrup because that is the lowest of date the like natural that. sweeteners that won't raise blood sugar. Really? Um, Thank you for that insight. I well, dates, dates won't raise blood sugar, but I think partly because you're consuming the whole date, you're getting fiber. I yeah. haven't found any studies on the date syrup, but I'm assuming. So, uh, yeah, I don't like the stevia so much or the monk fruit. No, I don't like fruit. the stevia and the monk fruit. It's got that chemical smell or chemical flavor to Yeah, it. probably better for you. But so far, I'm I'm really good with the the little bit of date syrup for the sweetener. So the first time I tried uh, stevia, I thought it was the pink the the, the the yep. cancer causing pink yep. sweet the little package yeah i was like oh this is disgusting yeah no that's not it <laughs> but i like date syrup i'm gonna look into that that is actually really cool so i like um so on the weekends i'll make a latte uh and i usually do coconut or i do rice so one or the other oh, okay. um my girlfriend likes almond and she likes the soy but i'm not really a soy guy per se. Anyway, the point is um, agave syrup. Yep. So I use agave syrup. I like agave. Yep. And then um, what I'll do is I'll put a little bit of agave, I'll put a little bit of rice. I'll, I have a frother, so I froth it up. Froth it, yep. And then I put it in, I do an espresso shot, and then I put a little bit of cinnamon shake on the top. Ah, uh, I do that too. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so if you can, if you could drink one of your cups of coffee, like anywhere in the world, where would that be? Where, where would the setting be? Where I could buy Tyler's coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about enjoyment. Like you're, you've already got the coffee. Um, Here's the scene. You get to go anywhere. You can transport yourself there. So there, it's two places, unfortunately. Okay, go ahead. It's either going to be 
Aspen, Colorado. Nice. Or it's going to be Maui. I was just there December. I hadn't discovered your coffee yet, although I did have coffee there. (laughs) We do have coffee on the island. Um, A Matter of Health carries a brand. It's a small Uh grocery store. There's three locations. I think Oahu, Kanoi, and Honolulu. I don't think they're on Maui, though. Mm, Okay. Okay. I love Maui, though. Maui's beautiful. If if I had to pick a spot, I think it would be in Italy. Italy's gorgeous too. I like Somewhere Italy. in Italy, probably that would be that would I've be been all over Italy. I, I think Italy is fantastic. And that that's part of the whole coffee thing too. I mean, if you think back to all the great places you've been, you're on a deck somewhere yep. <laughs> with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, goes along with all those memories. So. Um, you started this at 15. Have you had a cup of coffee every single day since then? Yeah, it's been, well, usually when I travel, I can't drink Tyler's, so I don't drink anything, but Uh I would say this, if I'm at home, I drink coffee and it's Tyler's. Um, I used to drink too much, right? So I used Uh to be like, whoa, this is. And I started getting jitters and mm-hmm. it was bad, right? So I drank about six to eight expresses a day. Wow. And my adrenals just were shot. Mm-hmm. They were just shot. So coming coming off of my coffee at that magnitude, it wasn't hard, but I was getting a couple headaches. Now I drink two cups a day. Okay. Sometimes just one cup, but if I if I have time, I'll drink two cups. Like this is my second cup. <laughs> I I'm a one cup a day person. I've been pretty good about that. But e- even that one cup a, a day was enough to to affect the acidity in my body. Just that one cup. Have so. you done Have you done testing after you tried Tyler's? Um. I, not directly afterwards, but I should do that. I mean, I, I test yeah. myself probably once every couple of weeks and I've been completely alkaline or actually not even alkaline, just um, neutral balance. Yeah, but I should. Uh, I do. It's a, There's a lot of caffeine in it for me, though, because I'm super sensitive. So yeah. I save it for days where I really know that. You sell a lot of decaf for that reason. Oh, okay. We sell a lot of decaf because our decaf is a trifecta. We have a Swiss water process, so we don't in- induce any methane chloride or methane glycol for the decaffeination process. And then um, it's acid-free and organic. So what you're saying is, because I know typically decaf coffee is not supposed to be that good for you because it goes through a chemical treatment to pull the methane caffeine out of it, right? yeah. Okay, and so you're saying you guys don't do that? Absolutely not. Okay, and so how does yours become decaffeinated? Swiss water. So the Swiss water process is a steam process, and uh-huh. it is a proprietary process that we don't do, but we order the coffee from the Swiss water factory, uh-huh. and they steam out the caffeine. So there's uh-huh. no—it's it's all purified water that goes through the coffee and steams out the caffeine. That's a huge bonus. I didn't know that because. It's majorly big. 
Yeah. I mean, through all the years of what I do, there's times where I am so sensitive. I can't even walk down an aisle of coffee because I get the buzz just from walking down the aisle. And so yeah, that's I, a little bit too crazy. <laughs> and Are so you sure? it might be subliminal. Oh no, I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm quite positive. <laughs> I've never ever heard of someone that can walk down a coffee aisle and get high off of the cat. Well, if, if you're super sensitive and you can feel energy and that's what you have to be in order to be a medical intuitive, right? You have to be that at that level of sensitivity to pick up imbalances in people's bodies because wow. you basically become the human x-ray machine. So you have to be very, very That's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? It's both. You have to learn to you have to learn to navigate it and manage it so that it doesn't overtake you by outside right. stuff, <laughs> energies. Right. right. Well sometimes I feel that way about my my electronics that are around me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's important. I have things all around my electronics to have them not affect me. So there's lots of things you can do for that to to not be bombarded by all the um, electromagnetic frequencies that come. Yeah, up. and I also think that well, because I've got I've got EMF ahead of, like above me, and sometimes I get headaches. And the thing is, is it's yeah. like you, you know you get to a point where you're you, you go, okay, yeah, I know this is bad for me. Yep. But on the other hand, come on, like you're a dude. Don't don't call your landlord and say, "Can you please change out the lights because my EMF meter is hurting my like." I I would in a New York minute. It gets to a point where yeah, but listen, it gets to a point where if you get way too, I'm on. Listen, I'm all aboard. The, the sensitive aspect of keeping your body alkaline and you know making sure that you 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 do the things that are good but but it gets to a point where if you start putting yourself in a level of such purification is the right word <laughs> it's you just can't live you just can't live I mean it's just personally right like personally I just so sometimes I just have to like suck it up, Buttercup. You know, <laughs> I, I actually find the opposite of that. I find the more I purify, the better I live. So, but but there but there's there's an area of navigation in between there that can be challenging. But <laughs> until that point, so I, I want to go back a little bit to the to the to the um, caffeine part. So I love that that you have been able to, cause I avoided the caffeine on all the other coffees through the years of me, you know, shifting in, in energy and, and everything that I was doing. Um, coffee was too harsh for me. Didn't want to do decaffeinated because I didn't want the chemical process they were using. So you're right. saying you could have the um, no acid and the no caffeine and still maintain a level of purity with that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Okay, I'm gonna have to give the I'm gonna have to give the decaffeinated a try. I've actually passed yeah. your coffee on to a few people. Um, I've got a few friends who are um, very, very much like me into their health and sensitivity. It's how we grow? I mean, literally, people go, "Well, what's your marketing budget?" And I go, and "They go, what do you mean zero? I'm like, yeah, zero. Like, how are you moving ten thousand bags?" 
you know, every two weeks. I'm like, because people like our coffee. Yeah, people share. They're their own testimonial. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> until now, you really couldn't say that coffee was much of a health product for you. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Well, do you have? Is there anything else you would like to add about? About Tyler, I, I know you, you, I was given a discount for your coffee. Yeah. Is that so, so if you go to tylerscoffees.com, that's www.tylers with an S, coffees with an S.com. Use promo code Tyler2020, Tyler2020, you get 20% off. Okay, so that's awesome. I actually, when I set up the event, hopefully it's there, I put the links to your website. And I think I even put the discount code for the coffee at the bottom of it. So awesome. um, whoever is listening to that, um, try the coffee out. Um, and is there um, is there any place where people can put feedback? Do you have um, anything like that on on any of the sites where people can review it or anything? Yeah, absolutely, Google. Um, you can Google business. Amazon, okay. Can, yeah, you can go to our website and it's um, it's it's I, I think it's called reviews. I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, okay. And when you go to the website, Tyler'sCoffees.com, click on reviews, and you can see just countless reviews. Okay. And that, and that's good to know for people who are th- thinking about it, want to try it. They, it's always fun to read the reviews. Yeah. Why Tyler's and yeah. then reviews and then just start scrolling. <laughs> okay. is, is there anything else you'd like to add or sh- share with those who are listening or will be listening in the future? Um, yeah. I mean, if you want to be an entrepreneur, it's extremely exciting, but it's also extremely fearful at the same time. And I kind of end it with this is I love people before COVID I'd fly around and I'd speak and then I'd get off stage and people build this line just to talk to me because they were so impressed with me being at 14 years old and doing this and being so mindful about it. So driven towards it. And I tell people this, I say, it's very simple. It's just so simple. The most successful people in the world, one word, one word, that's it, one word. Most successful people in the world help. And then they monetize. Help, is that what you said? Yeah, help, H-E-L-P. So if you have a product that helps, put a dollar now. Right, helps or heals, absolutely. Yeah. And everyone is looking for a lot of help and healing right now, for sure. Like Apple, they, they, there was the PC and then the Apple. Well, Apple helped. And the reason why it helped is because it was the first computer that actually made sense. That actually was intuitive, not counter. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, Elon Musk, he helped because he wants to create an electronic car that actually runs and actually is able to be used as a vehicle. Right. Um, you know, the, the list goes on. I mean, Jeff Bezos, love him or hate him, he's helped. He's created a platform for the 
biggest online retailer in the world so that small businesses can get their name out there and people will be trusting that their product is good because Amazon endorses it. Right. So it, the thing is, is when you help, it, it, it builds a business around that. So whatever you're gonna do, just help. Right. Just put that in your number one focus mindset I need to build a business for helping this situation in this industry, and it's going to be niched. Right. And put a dollar amount on it and start talking. The other thing is, is what really bothers me, really bothers me, is when I hear, I don't have enough money. Mm -hmm. I look at them and I go, neither do I. No one ever will have enough money. I could have a hundred million dollars and I'm still not going to have enough money. There is a differentiation between tenacity, desire, drive, uh, wanting to succeed and money. To me, money is one thing. It's a transfer of means of exchanging goods. I have a problem. Here's money. Fixed it. I have a problem, here's money, fix it. But I don't need that for a business. It doesn't do anything for me as a business. Why don't you get out there and go to a farm? If you're selling a food product, why don't you go out there and get a farmer's market? Right. You know, yep. And tell the, tell the farmer's market guy, hey, look, I'll make you a deal. I'll give you 10% of my earnings. Or I'll give you a flat rate. I have no money. I have this product. Let me just... Pop a tent, I'll start selling it, and I'll give you a cut. I did that. Right. I would come home, I would come home from the farmer's market with four hundred dollars in my pocket. And I was like, killing it. Took that four hundred dollars and compounded it, bought some more coffee, rolled it over, took the profit, put it aside, did the same thing. So when people say Tyler, I got this great idea, but I don't have enough money. I go, no, you don't. But don't, yep. don't even think about money. Think about what are you going to do to get that product out there? Right. And How small, are you going to get that product out there? Small steps. A lot yeah. of people think they have to go from here to here, and they make the steps too big, and you can't ever get there. So it's Yeah, just, it's like it, the, the, a good analogy would be like, well, I have a Honda Civic, but... I need the money for the Ferrari. No, you don't. If you got into a Ferrari, you wouldn't know what to do with it. It would be too fast and you'd get in an accident and you'd crash it. You need to step, 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 step. Yep. And eventually. And you can handle it. Then you can handle that power. With great right. power comes great responsibility. Absolutely. When you have a big company, I mean, we've got, we do over a million dollars a year now. But. Can someone say, hey, Tyler, I'm going to put you into your business at 30 years old at 20? I'd, nope. I'd crash it. It took the journey. It took the journey to get to there. Okay, yep. Tyler, I, we're right at the very end here. But it, it. it was fun having you here. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Go out and give Tyler's coffee a try. Good for your health. Good for your mind. Good for your soul. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Take Bye. Care, Bye. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. 
please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.